You're listening to TGIF Geocaching Radio. In past years, Cache the Line has taken you on some excellent Christmas geocaching adventures and met oodles of little friends along the way. This year, the daily adventure continues up until Christmas, but from a slightly different perspective. So listen in and join us on this audio adventure. Geopodmas Day 2 begins now. One more tweak, one more crank. Lily used her strength to tighten the last bolt on the portal, then dropped the little wrench with a clank. She sat back, breathed deep, and looked up at the ring. Pesky thing, she thought to herself. Lily was a block person, assigned to maintenance because she was really good with building things, good with her hands. But right now, she was in need of a short break. Earlier that day, one of the portals in her zone had been acting up and brought to her attention as it received a needs maintenance flag. The outer ring with brackets had been bumping a bit and occasionally showered one of the treasure troops in sparks. That was not good. Always better to be safe, so she made her way over. It can be a long hike sometimes. Occasionally she'd spot someone she recognized from other maintenance missions, but there were so many troops and portals at headquarters. It still felt good to make sure the troops were safe. She didn't know how the portals worked, really, but she had a natural sense for engineering. After she'd tinkered for a while with one of the portals that had been taken out of commission, she had a good idea of where the bits and pieces went, how they fit together, and what the thingamabobs did when it passed the whatchamacallit and made that woo hum, which meant the doohickey was working. While she toiled at the troops' portals, she sometimes wished she could have a chance to try out a restocking mission herself. She'd seen some other block people assigned to missions, and even spotted another block person who looked a lot like her. She might not be the only one of her brand there. She'd watched for him while working, thinking maybe they could talk sometime. Well, every time she saw other block people heading into a portal, she imagined what it must be like. It was bustling here at headquarters 24-7, with all the little treasure troops passing through portals to who knows where around the world, checking geocaches and adding little toys and tradable trinkets to them wherever there was room. They were harnessing the power of what they call the cash line a connection that stretches from place to place with geocaches that the portals tapped into. She'd heard some of the treasure troops describe it like riding the wave when they zipped around to or from a geocache. But for Lily, she'd not yet had that experience herself. The closest she got was when she was rescued from a geocache not so long ago. She'd seen toys next to her picked up and traded, but never her. Sometimes an actual Lego brand block person would join her for a time, but like clockwork, her new companion would always be traded, and never her. She was made of an obscure, unknown brand of building blocks, but that day she was rescued, she had been dropped back into the container, and some of her blocks had broken off. But then, while she was gathering them and fixing herself, that white light appeared. And the rest was history. Lily looked at the little wrench she dropped, then bent down to pick it up. Psst, Lily, came a whisper from behind her. She turned with the wrench in hand, and who stood before her but Tiny Tim? She was speechless for a moment, but gathered her wits quickly. Tiny Tim, pleasure to meet you, she stammered while she stretched out a hand to shake his. Tiny Tim, being a very polite and magical puppy ornament, lifted his paw to shake her hand. Nice to make your acquaintance too, he responded. Pardon me for being a bit hasty. However, I have a request and a mission for you. Lily's ears perked up under her plastic block hair bun. But it's a very important and secret mission. 
He drew closer, and looking around, he hopped behind a nearby wall, beckoning her to follow. She dashed over, and when both were out of sight, Tim continued. I know you haven't been here very long, but have you heard about Sir Maximus? I think so. Isn't he one of the line keepers, like yourself, she wondered? He was my mentor, and he's of the highest rank of line keepers. But Lily, what you don't know... And Tim paused, appearing to contemplate what he was about to say. Let me just say, I have seen you work, I've seen what you can do, and I believe I can trust you. Lily was growing concerned, but her heart grew at his affirmation. Tim continued, What you don't know is that he's gone missing. As keepers, we've been given a great responsibility with these magic red hats. Tim tilted his head, letting the white ball at the end of his hat, what humans call a Santa hat, fall and bobble around a bit. They adapt to whoever dons it and allows us to ride the cash line almost without limit, so I've been using it to bring some cheer by making a human geocacher friend and playing some fun geocaching games to help spread some holiday goodness the last couple of years. But when he found one of these hats himself recently, I had to keep a close eye on him while he discovered its powers. I don't know how it actually got there for him to find, but what I did know was that it couldn't stay there. When I returned to headquarters with it after the human had used it far too much, I learned from other line keepers that Sir Maximus had disappeared. It was then I realized the hat's owner. It must be his. This was a lot for Lily to take in. First, the rank of line keeper here at headquarters was a rare and veiled one, so to meet Tiny Tim was a very big honor. But Sir Maximus, at the highest rank here she'd ever learned of, and Tiny Tim's mentor? It really had her thinking more about these headquarters, about how big and vast this organization must be, where and when it began, even who was in charge. The words were fluttering around in her mind, and Tiny Tim could see how much she was processing the information. Lily, he continued. She refocused her eyes and looked at him squarely. I need to know if you can help me. I need to find him. But he could be anywhere. Do you think it's possible to build a navigator disc that could hone in on him? Could it perhaps be trained like a hound after sniffing his hat to detect if he's somewhere nearby? Lily thought hard. Knowing what she did about the portals and now a little more about the keeper's abilities, she had a thought. A tricky one. But could it be done? The portals took the treasure troops to geocaches that had room for tradable items. So... I can't build a navigator disc, but... What if you could get a hold of one to take with you? The navigators lead the troops to the geocache, and it brings people back to where their portal first opened. In theory, and I mean this off the top of my blockhead, if it could be fine-tuned to locate Sir Maximus, it could be possible for him to return to headquarters. But you have to enter a portal first, and then collect the navigator at the other end. Tiny Tim was following along, then he had an idea. Lily, what, what if you were to build your own geocache? Give it a logbook, but don't put any tradable items inside. Do you think the cache line might take a trooper to the geocache here at headquarters? Lily continued the train of thought. If a trooper entered the portal and ended up here at headquarters, we would have a navigator disc that could return someone to that same portal here at headquarters. And, Tiny Tim interjected, if you could tweak that navigator to seek out a keeper instead of a geocache, I could go in search of Sir Maximus. Lily's cubic heart was pounding in excitement. She may be off-brand, but Tiny Tim could really pick him. 
This was right up her alley and she didn't want to let him down, not one of the line keepers. Lily exclaimed, this could be groundbreaking, but, and she paused a moment. Why me? I mean, why did you choose me? Tiny Tim's tail was wagging up a storm, but quickly calmed. Lily, I've seen you working. Not only how well you've used your amazing skills and abilities to help the troops, but also the look in your eyes when you feel like you could do so much more, but have been held back because of the label people have seen you as. Your label may be off-brand, and people may see it and think you're just a knockoff and not the real thing, but anyone who looks past your label, they will see how unique and valuable you really are, much more than a label. The ones who don't are missing out on a real gem. And look at you. You're not seeing brands and labels here. You are helping others with their missions, whoever they are. You are one essential cog in this vast machine, this one body and team of troops. Everyone has a part, everyone plays a role, and everyone is important. We're one big team, and we still have a lot of work to do. So keep it up, because no one can do what you can do. And we're only getting started. Right? Lily understood now. She had been wanting to be that toy in a box, hoping to be picked up one day to have meaning and be loved. But on another day, it could mean being left somewhere else. Another box, traded for another toy. Here... It was truly something else to be part of this place, where brands and labels meant nothing, where she could be helpful and useful, enabling other troops to use their own strengths in their missions to bring happiness and fun to people out there in the world. Lily straightened her back, cracked her finger blocks carefully, and said, I'll need some tools of the trade. Tiny Tim made some staffing adjustments and cleared a quiet spot for Lily out of the way of activity. She collected an assortment of tools and items with which she could construct a small geocache container. The warehouse at headquarters was well stocked as far as the eye could see with geocaching related things, but all she needed was to make a small container, give it some camouflage, a notepad, and a pen. It didn't feel right though making a container and leaving so much space for more things, so empty. But she felt that perhaps the portals would tune into that feeling. Maybe that's how they tuned in on the vicinity of geocaches that needed more things inside. Lily was so focused on constructing the geocache and was about to place the last piece of camouflage decoration on the container when she heard a voice say, Can I help? She spun around and there looking at her was another block person, the one she had seen in passing on other maintenance tasks who looked similar to her but was one of the troops assigned to restocking missions. Oh, hi, uh... She was startled and totally didn't expect to see him. I'm Lyle, he said. I hope I'm not being too forward, but I've seen you occasionally and always admired your dedication to your work. If Lily could blush, she would have. She managed to eke out a thank you. I'm Lily. Hi, Lily, he smiled, as much as plastic blocks can smile. Help, she spoke awkwardly. Oh, right, this, uh, this, this geocache, he said. I've seen many, and this looks great. Are you going to be hiding it somewhere? Well, Lily wasn't sure how much she could say. Yes, here, sort of. Well, whatever your plans with it are, let me help. Lyle picked up the pad and tossed it in. Then the pencil, and tossed it in. Then he lifted the lid, and Lily took hold of the other side, and together they slid it over the top of the container. Teamwork cash, they said at the same time, smiling and chuckled. Well, Lyle said, I'd better get back to work. 
It was wonderful to finally meet you. You too, Lyle. Let's do this again sometime. Lily thought that was kind of a cheesy line, but hey, it was honest and it was her. And she was feeling especially bold right now. Lyle winked and headed off back to his portal. As Lyle left, Tiny Tim returned. He took a seat next to Lily, looking at her, tongue panting. Lily didn't notice. She seemed lost in another world. Tim gave a quick bark, and she snapped back to reality, realizing his presence. Okay, now what? A few minutes later, Lily and Tiny Tim approached the portal she had been working on earlier. It was still checked out for repairs, so no troops were waiting to use it yet. Are you ready? asked Tiny Tim. Lily glanced around. There was no one else. Me? You mean me? Of course, he winked. Who better? Plus, it's your geocache. That might be like a lightning rod for the portal, taking you right to it. She hadn't thought about that. She'd never rode the wave before and didn't think she'd start today. She looked at the portal again. So mysterious. So shiny. She'd polished brackets, dusted panels and images, tightened nuts and bolts, swapped out thingamabobs, whatchamacallits, and doohickeys, but never had the true experience for herself. It could change her forever. But maybe this was why she was here. This was her mission. Time's ticking, my friend, whispered Tiny Tim. The portal seemed to sense her resolve. It began to hum. Slowly, the brackets began to move, rotating around the central gateway, and the images followed suit. Seeing them move almost made her dizzy. It was like looking through windows to all sorts of places around the world, from cities to forests, deserts to oceans. As they spun faster, the white glow in the center grew brighter. It was like looking into nothingness, a bright void. It seemed to reach out to her, and she stepped forward, one foot at a time. The hum was smooth. Her work was excellent. Tiny Tim watched anxiously as Lily made her way into the portal. Part of him was very impatient, but all of him was hopeful. One foot took its final step forward, and then the other, engulfing her in the white, right 